Today we have the renowned children's author Naomi Thomas with us and we are beginning a new series. I don't know why you're laughing. This is very true. We are excited to have Naomi with us and she is going to be talking. We are beginning a new series on how to manage your heart in the midst of fear and raging conflict. My oh my, how spectacularly timely. Yes. Welcome to the Moo Lily Podcast. We are women who have given up on trying to live in perfectionism and guilt. Because let's be honest, it just doesn't work. So we're trying something different and choosing to live intentionally and with hope. Please join us as we attempt to open the conversation and search out answers in a safe place. Good morning, friends. I'm Christiana and I have Christina with me. And Naomi as well this morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Naomi. Good morning, ladies. So this is our 15th episode. We are really doing this. Just cranking them out. Uh Uh-huh. And the Moolily podcast is brought to you by Wooten Media. Wooten Media. You should check them out. They do spectacular wedding videos, among other things. They do. You can check us out at moolily.com and on Facebook, which are separate things. They are. And on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all on the internet. All on the interweb. Yes. Interwebs. So, uh, <laughs> the interweb. And um, we're also on Instagram. And mm-hmm. if you go to moolily.com, you'll see a few new things. We're tinkering around with our website, adding some new... What are those things that Indeed. you click on? Pa- pages? <laughs> pages. Tabs. Tabs. I don't know. <laughs> Call this them what you a, will. This is a strength of ours, as I'm sure you <laughs> can tell. This is our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. And we've started <laughs> blogging. So yep. I think there's three or four blogs up now. Two. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely oh, more than yes. that. By the time this airs, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There will be three or four up. Yeah. Thanks there. You're on it. You, you, you got it. Don't listen to me, folks. Um, so it's exciting for us to have another uh, forum to kind of share the things that are on our heart and yeah. to process what the Lord is doing. And we have several guest bloggers that yeah. will be coming. So you'll be hearing from Christiana and I, as well as from Larissa Ballou yeah. and a couple of other people. So check it out. Yes. Yeah, so we are... How many days in? I believe we're 11, 11 days in days to the in. war on Grumble. started like Grumble. way before me. Way to go. <laughs> way to go. So we want you guys to join us as we endeavor to change the conversation around us mm-hmm. by practicing gratitude. Yes. So we're going to practice right now. Who would like to go first? What is something that you are grateful for? Oh, I'm, I'm really grateful for perspective. Mm. It's probably the only thing that keeps me from, you know, sticking my head in the sand and hiding under the covers. Yeah. Because it's tempting. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So tempting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thankful for the weather. Mm, it, yes. it really uplifts my it's heart. good for your soul. It's good for my soul. It's unseasonably weather. warm, mm-hmm. which I think we're going to not like later today. <laughs> it's going to be unhappy. But waking up to that sunshine and the warmth and the blustery wind 
Mm-hmm. It just yeah. last night. Oh just step outside. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's like that summer feel. It did. Mm-hmm. But in fall. In the fall. <laughs> and all the colors are starting to come right. out. Because yes. we had that cold snap. Like there was one yeah. night that it got down to like 37 degrees or something. And so now we're starting to see the reds and the oranges. So I love it. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for community. Mm-hmm. We had a gathering at our house last night and it's funny because we have, I think there was 10 or 12 adults and about 15 children. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> it was a little bit chaotic. Like, so we, because the weather was so perfect, all the kids played outside, which worked really well. And we had some time to process and to pray together and do some things. But I just feel like I'm just surrounded by really quality people that are really going after the Lord and that, you know, we're not perfect by any means, but we're really fighting to love each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really grateful for that, for, for community. I love that. It's so, beautiful. yeah. So on that note, Naomi, you have written two books children's books one is called the thankables and the second one that's just come out so they're both called the thankables and okay. a little subtitle one mm-hmm. of them is um help me here because you helped me edit it oh my gosh i just drew a blank well the second one is called do not worry do not fear no do not worry mm-hmm. do, do not, not fret. fret thank yes. you do not worry mm-hmm. do not fret i wrote these i really do know the she, titles she, to my yeah. books it's yeah. just been a long day already yes um, <laughs> and i've had no coffee back off um, and what was the oh the first one was uh the thankables three little the creatures, creatures with large features that's, that's okay. what it is oh gosh i almost blew that little moment for ad and these are beautiful <laughs> books i mean they're for kids but i've read them to my kids so many times and they have this song in them yeah. and i didn't know the melody so i just made one up and me and my kids sing this song and it's it's really quite powerful i feel like it stirs something in you that we don't want to listen to the spirit of fear we want to choose to be thankful so can you tell us about these books and what your yeah. desire is for them so um i'll tell you quickly the reason i the, where they came out of they came out of a little dream that i had and i think i shared this previously on a podcast but they were three little creatures with large features that showed up in a dream they slammed open the door and they sang oh thank you and that was the end of the dream mm-hmm. and um i remember thinking well i'm not a writer but i really should write children's books and it should be about thanksgiving yeah and i knew that they would be children's books they would have cartoons but it would be the message would be a way for encouraging children and as adults read them to children they Mm -hmm. would obviously be an encouragement for adults um so that was that was kind of the the premise to it um and yes they do they both have songs and if you visit the website actually thethankables.com there is an actual melody that goes with Mm -hmm. it and you can download them the first one sounds a little shoddy it was done on GarageBand. The second one's done a little bit better. So, hey, it's free. So Hallelujah. no complaining. Don't complain. Don't don't complain. Garage Just download them, listen to them, and sing them. But the, really what I'm looking for is to just as you, you know, as you're interested, it's to change the conversations that we have mm. with our children. And, and that begins primarily with the conversations we have with ourselves and yeah. the, the conversations we have about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, I wrote a, uh, I was just kind of writing out some stuff to post on Facebook last night. And I realized that I, d- I didn't, I don't want people to confuse the war of grumbling or war on grumbling rather, or gratitude as being devoid of lament. Um, 
Thanksgiving does not mean you are not filled with lament or you do not have lament. It means that you are finding um, the capacity, a different capacity for worship in the midst of, of in the midst of lament. Right. If that makes sense. So in the midst of pain or trial or yeah. anything, anything to not, still be able to offer right. what is called the sacrifice. Yes. Cause of Thanksgiving because yeah. it's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's not a. It's one of the the two things that the priests in the Old Testament would offer: It'd be gifts of Thanksgiving and, and a sacrifice for salvation for for for, for the forgiveness of sins. And wow. so, as we are priests unto the Lord our God, along with Christ, in that same order of Melchizedek, under which we've been saved, it's that yeah. Hebrews narrative. We become people who can now offer to God something that requires a capacity that we can only be given by the grace of God, which the grace of God mingled with the knowledge of God and the perspective of him seated on the throat at all times, never, ever moving, can can and does provoke this deep well of gratitude. And sometimes you have to muster every ounce of faith every ounce of energy but the outcome on the other side of it when you practice it um i what what's worked for me and what i want to see in others is the sense of encouragement it's the restoring of joy Mm. of peace the fruits of the spirit that are cultivated over that 40 days so my desire is for people to Yes, to purchase the books and read them because they're great books, but to actually look at them and as a tool mm-hmm. through which they can minister to their children and in a really simple way to minister to their own hearts. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. And I love that it's that exercise of working out our faith. You know, it's not how we feel. It's not, you know, there's not like momentum in our culture to do this. Yeah. But we are choosing of to exercise our will over our emotions and to yeah. worship Jesus Amen. because he is on he is the throne and he Amen. is worthy no matter what the stresses are in my life no matter how tired or frustrated or you know there's lack or whatever real things in front of us Jesus knows those things but that doesn't make him any less worthy yeah. of our praise you know I wish this I had I wrote it down and I, I don't want to botch it but the the meaning of the word, word grace or caris it's the Lord le- it says he's He's always bent towards us. It's his natural, and I hate to use the word term natural towards God, but it's his constant desire to be totally, completely, always bent towards us for our benefit. That's right. So thanksgiving is giving grace to God, and it's us always being bent towards him for Mm -hmm. his benefit. We are extending as if it were grace to God by saying to him, here I am fully and completely, and it's all for your glory. And Jesus doesn't do anything or rather ask anything of us that he himself has not already done and is not currently doing. Mm -hmm. And so by his extension of grace to us, even when we are not deserving of it at all, we in contrast, give him thanks when he is always deserving of it. And when we don't, we are robbing him as well as ourselves from one of the primary things I believe that we've been made to do, which right. is worshiping him. Worship him. And if you look throughout the Old Testament, thanksgiving and praise are normally affiliated with thanks. I mean, with when the word praise or worship, those are affiliated with Yoda and Tada. Those are words that express gratitude. And interestingly enough, they're constantly or often rather done in song, in choral song. 
Mm. So it's the expression, a culmination of affection and love and devotion to God that is expressed in thanksgiving in a form of song. And so I found it interesting that even in the dream they came and said, oh, thank you. Just this little melody and how these little melodies accompany the stories. So, um, yeah, I think I think gratitude has been instrumental in my life and I believe it to be one of the biggest tools that has delivered my heart by the grace of God out of depression and mm. I'm naturally very critical. I analyze, I think, I you know, I don't like, I share my opinion probably <laughs> way too much than I need to and um but when I look at it in light of him and I am thankful that he's the one that's leading. It's not me. Then it changes. It changes everything. Hmm. It changes everything. And it does provoke gratitude. Yeah. Because it means I'm safe. I'm in a safe place. Mm-hmm. And we all are in a safe place. So, Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up. Pick it back up. Pick it back up. <laughs> that was uh, the theology of praise. You know? Or the... I think... That is the beauty of studying the word. And that is one of the things that I love about you is that you're a woman who knows the word, you know? So I think there's this weight of, I don't know, something happens in our minds and in our hearts. And when all these things connect, it's, it's revelation. And I think it facilitates surrender even more so to give him the glory that's due his name. And upstairs we were talking about how the King of Thailand has passed and how the country's in mourning and how we have a King who we do not honor or revere in yeah. the capacity that he's, he's deserving, of, he's deserving yeah. of. And I think that that is just everything you just said is this beginning place of giving him the reverence that's due yeah. his name. And, yeah. I love that. and I think honestly that the three things that I could put it into three, um, subtitles under gratitude and really under anything that we do as it relates to the gospel. It has to have a threefold function. I started a little women's online Bible study thing where we do it on Zoom and I call it the old ladies in the basement. (laughs) Great name. You know, but the tagline was in word, in prayer and in conduct. We have to associate everything that we do as it relates to the gospel of the king and his kingdom, as it relates to the word, the authenticity of the word, devotion to the word, um, meditation and prayer and worship Mm -hmm. of the word. And it has to produce in us a conduct that is evident that we might be called worthy of that Mm -hmm. that calling. So we live it. And we live it by abiding in Christ, Christ abiding in us, and then out of that bearing fruit that is visible. And so with Thanksgiving, it's the same thing. It's to produce for us a mindset to study it out in the word, to give prayers of Thanksgiving to the Father, and then live grateful lives before him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that can be done with anybody of any age in any position at all times, especially with technology. I mean, you can have the, you know, your phone will read to you constantly, or you can have your Bible read to you right you can you know google john piper and i mean there's whatever there's yeah yeah, it's everywhere it's right at our fingertips it's the information age we have the ability to gain understanding and wisdom in the word and then meditate on it and it washes us it changes our minds it challenges us Mm. it's that double-edged sword that when you speak it it first stabs you in the heart and then it stabs your friend, you know, <laughs> but you get stabbed first when you say it. And then I was being able to walk it out. So, so yeah, that's it. That's my thought that's on it. Thanksgiving or thankables. Yeah. That's my desire for the book. Mm-hmm. Books, awesome. books, awesome books, plural. Mm-hmm. So 
we've been talking. So here we are. We're talking about this. We're talking about the war on grumbling and we've been participating in it. So can you talk to us about the rules yeah. and why you felt it was necessary to put those in place? So I, I wanted to make them more, um, guidelines, guidelines like that rather than rules. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause then it's, it's, you know, I, it was mostly to give people a framework of where do I start? I know mm-hmm. for some people it's extremely difficult. I know for me, I had to start with Lord, thank you for my clean sheets mm-hmm. and actually feel it. Thank you for that glass of water and actually experience it. Like I was genuinely mm-hmm. thankful and mm-hmm. I would open my fridge. I was a single mom for 12 years and opening and going, wow, there is, there's bread we can figure something out, you right. know, we can make something, there's something in the cupboard. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it, but I, I remember the, um, talking to people and realizing for them, it was for some people, it was difficult. Where do you start? Life is overwhelming. Jesus was not exaggerating when he said in this life, you will have trouble. Yeah. I mean, it's challenging. Life is, life is painful. I meant just even saying that I think about people who have, you know, lost children and husbands and are experiencing financial hardships. This is not Mm -hmm. something that's flippant. There's real pain that people are experiencing. And I, I, my attempt was to give a little bit of a framework so that if you stay within that framework, you can have checks and balances for your own heart. And where you drop the ball, you have a conversation with the father about the places where you drop the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, the, I'd Useful. say the practical. Ahead. It's practical. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be. It has to be practical. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Can you practical. just rattle off what the rules are? Yeah. So rule number one, um, or guideline number one, was uh, was um, to keep us, I'd say, accountable, but also engaged. Actively engaged was either posted somewhere public, so it's on the wall at your house in an mm-hmm. office. We'd love for you to use social media and use the hashtag we're on grumbling yeah. hashtag the thankables. Of course, that's, you know, something to get people jumped on and jumping on it and saying, Hey, what is that? And mm-hmm. they're able to click on the hashtag and read the yeah. different comments. It, it keeps, it gets momentum where others get it, get, get the intrigue. So that was one. Um, and then guideline number two, um, which probably I should have made number one, but guideline number two was don't grumble against God, against his leadership. Mm-hmm. And I think for the season that we're in, as oh. we're looking at this country's landscape, but honestly, the country's at large. Like oh, two yeah. days ago, the, the headline in the news was CAA preps for war between Russia and nuclear war between Russia and USA. That was the, right. you know, right. two days so ago. So yeah, the nations are raging. So, but complaining against God and going, what's going on? And man, this sucks. And I can't believe this. And going, wait a minute, Psalm 2 is real. Mm-hmm. There is a king and he's been set on a holy hill and he is not going to be moved and trusting from that perspective. And honestly, grumbling is this under your breath, tight lipped mm-hmm. murmur, this this continual discontentment and God hates it. I mean, he literally opened up the ground and swallowed people for it. It was not, it's not a, it's not a laughing matter. And it's something that poisons the well, the very well that has been filled with the water, which is Christ. So he's going, take my leadership and honor it and revere it. Um, Second then is out of that, we're able to then 
I believe with that perspective, not grumble against ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think for women, I mean, our, you know, I'm not good enough of a mom. I'm not good enough of a wife. My weight's not right. My height's not right. My size, I mean, it's just over and over. And we look in the mirror and we spew back what the enemy is saying to us. And we, I always have this picture of standing, holding hands with the accuser of the brethren before the throne of God while I'm in intercession, swinging hands with him. Wow. I mean, come off it. Come off it. We have got to wage war against that internal voice that tells me you're no good. You're failing. You're not measuring up. I mean, it just is, you know. So, anyway, so that's rule three. Um, The fourth one is same thing don't complain against others. And that's a perfect one for this scenario. Mm. As people are posting and their opinions are their opinions. And you know what? None of our opinions are making the world spin. None of them are. Mm -hmm. The man is holding this planet in the palm of his hands and he is going to accomplish what he has set on his mind to do and on his heart to do. And so people offer their opinion. It's based on their worldview. It's based on their experience. I would say encourage us to draw our opinion from the word so that we have not a worldview, but a word view. Hmm. Um, And then lastly, it's not our job to police one another. It just is, nobody likes that guy. Nobody. 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 So there's nothing more (laughs) annoying when I'm standing in line at a coffee shop and you're like, oh, you're that, you know, thank you lady. And I make a comment about the weather and they're like, well, you should read your own book. Yeah. I don't like you anymore. (laughs) I don't like you. I might've been your friend once, but we will never be friends now. It doesn't, it doesn't help for you. It It does not help. Mm -hmm. It's not gracious. We're not extending ourselves to one another to Mm -hmm. always be there for one another towards one another's benefit. And so that, that's the, that's the last one. It's don't police, encourage, you know, don't go hashtag war on grumbling. No, just shut up. If you don't have anything nice to say, remember don't your mom's comment. Don't say anything at all. Shut your mouth. <laughs> that's good. Preach it. Right? I mean, mothers had great wisdom. Had great that. wisdom. <laughs> We just silence this way Hashtag more war and grumbling. Than, Wage yeah. that war. <laughs> I've heard it all. I'm sure you Keep have. your opinion to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Those are those are the five. Okay then. Yeah. We have pers- we've got a grid now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know so what we're doing. Do I need to like recap because I went in preach mode? So one is post. Again. Oh, that's right. Use the hashtag Mm -hmm. Warren Grumbling, hashtag the thankables. Don't complain against God. Do not complain against yourself. Do not complain against others. And then do not police. Please. It's good. It's very good. Very simple. But I think, as you say, kind of necessary. Like, where do we start? This is where we start. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, if you have your own, by all means, pick your own day to start. Like, you guys started 11 days ago. I thought it was kind of cool we started on the 16th, which Mm -hmm. was also... The feast of Sukkot, which oh, is a wow. festival yes. of Thanksgiving. So I thought, all right, Lord, That's come so on, cool. Jesus. That's one of the Old Testament yeah. festivals. Was yes. that just a fluke, or did you? No, set it was a that fluke. Up? It was the forty days because I, I my thing has always been let's end with a grand celebration, Thanksgiving Day, yeah. and you know, there's this whole mm-hmm. gather together and everybody say what they're thankful for. So it just happened. It just means it's extra anointed. <laughs> extra. Extra. No, extra just kidding. Anointed. Just kidding. That's awesome. I mean, well, I think it just matters to the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. It does. Right? It really does. That's what that is right there. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what does self-care look like? When we are living right now in this politically, racially, spiritually charged climate, so we're coming up to the election, I hate talking about politics, but it would seem that you can't talk to anybody without it coming up. And mm-hmm. it's not like we're all shoving our opinions down each other's throat. It's just It's there. just on our minds. Yeah. Right. And, and there is fear and there is conflict. Um, so I'd like to hear from you, Naomi. What, what are some of the things that you do to take care of your own heart in the middle of this storm of controversies and personal national turbulence? I think the, the three things that I mentioned prior, which are word, prayer, and conduct, are, mm. again really relevant um for one is i as much as i started i i remember several months ago i engaged in a little post where i you know i had whatever i won't even share the hashtag because it doesn't matter and i posted something and it turned into you know this back and forth on my yeah i don't know if i agree with that i don't know and i finally took it offline and i went to the person's inbox and wrote and i said hey let's just do this here if we're going to have a conversation about it But I think my my stance has changed as I have seen so many different people who seemed at one point to be in agreement now have found things such as two different individuals who they've never met to fight over and to create disunity. Mm-hmm. And that tells me from the Lord that something's up. So mm-hmm. for there to be this much tension within the body where there is no unity in the faith, mm-hmm. there's something that I think that requires our discernment and our attention. And I think that, again, our strength is found in knowing what the Word says about the present situation that, that we're in. And that when we read the text, it's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. This isn't the first time that right. two political parties so right. have created you know, distraction and wreaked havoc in a community or community rather in a nation. Um, it's not the first time. Mm -hmm. And even throughout the word, there has always been an answer and the answer is consistent with the ages. It is still the gospel. So if anything, the way that I am addressing this is by going, Lord, a, what are you doing? Yeah. And B, what are you saying about what you're doing? How are you handling it? How are you approaching it? And so we have this Wednesday night Bible study that I'm doing with my older brother. We go to his house every other Wednesday, and we're looking at actually the promises of God, the hmm. promise of God and the mystery of God. Um, so looking at Genesis 12, looking at Daniel 2, looking throughout Hebrews, which is now my favorite book, um, looking at Revelation, looking at First and Second Peter. What are the promises of God? Knowing the word and getting caught up into that narrative so that my life is rooted in Christ and in that narrative first and foremost. It's not about a house. It's not about you know money. It's not about comfort. It's not about fame. As much as I adore my children, I love them, I want them to come into the knowledge of God, it is primarily about the kingdom and the king. And that story, that word from Genesis to Revelation is one giant story that we have to, as a church, today, if you haven't done it, start today and get caught up in the story. And then Mm -hmm. take that thing and turn it into prayer talk to the Lord about it. Yeah. Psalm 27, 4, John 15. He says, one thing I have desired, that's one thing I will seek, that I may gaze upon the beauty all the days of my life and inquire in his temple. We have inquire. to ask of the scriptures and we have to ask the man. 
We have to have a conversation with the man. And then thirdly, it's the issue of conduct. What gets produced in me, what I get challenged with in that time of prayer and through the word, I have to be willing to live it out. And so where the conversations become challenging with people and where Facebook posts and people talk and share their opinion and relationships get strained, the gospel demands a response from me that is love. And it's not some mamby-pamby, all you need is love. No, it's the kind of love that says, love one another as I have loved you. And that love, let that man down a bloody road willing to die. This isn't some, I kind of like you and we want to be friends. And well, you kind of got on my nerves. So we're going to, and now I'm getting convicted because I've got a relationship that I'm thinking about right now. I've got to go work on. (laughs) Dang, it. So it happens when you start preaching truth. Golly. Because it is. The temptation is to quit. But if we quit and we walk away from the conversation, we are not living the gospel. We are not living out the gospel. And that doesn't mean that there aren't seasons of, Hey, my emotions hurt. My feelings are hurt. I want to work on this with the Lord. I want to have some prayer. All all of that is true and possible and real and human. Don't, don't take the human element out Uh of it, but the conduct is imperative. And by that love that we can have for one another, in the midst of this chaos, mm-hmm. that is going to be the thing that causes the world to know right. that we are his disciples. That's right. This isn't some, it's hard, mm-hmm. which is why it requires the grace of God. God always bent towards us for our benefit right. to make it happen. Uh-huh. This isn't going to happen because I worked really hard. Yeah. I've tried really hard and I'm botching That's right. all the time, yeah. including this relationship that just happened <laughs> this morning. And it's been going on for a while. So I'm, Lord help me. Can you give us like a real practical, so you've just had this tense conversation with this person, but you love them and you're more committed to them than you are to your opinion. You don't want to just be nice and kind of gloss over it, but you don't want to withdraw from the relationship either. What does love look like? So I'll I'll say the, and I like that you said a conversation. So it wasn't the person just spewing and I was an innocent hearer. I probably jumped in and went cutthroat. So let's get real. Yeah. So that's, there's that. Both parties are engaged. Yeah, both parties are engaged. But I think before we uh, before we part, I think the very practical thing is to look at the person and say, listen, I know that we've just expressed opinions and thoughts. A, surely to God, neither of us really know all of that's going on. Mm-hmm. So let's keep that in perspective. Yeah. And B, I think apologizing. If anything that I said was a jab, because surely I... I am known for those undercut here. This is really what I think about your really pathetic opinion, but Mm -hmm, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it that way. Um, You know, your ill-informed opinion or uneducated or myopic or very, anyway. She's a whole list that she just picks from, essentially. (laughs) I unfortunately have that. I do too. Okay. It's okay. I was like, you know better than that. I know. I know. (laughs) I think where we have that... um, you know what, looking and going, man, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really strong about these opinions, but I want our relationship to count more. And then ultimately, can we just pray? Yeah. Let's pray. And then I'm really a big fan of check back a day or two or a couple of hours later Mm -hmm. and shoot a text and go, hey, I just want to make sure we're cool. Like for real. And if not, you have every right and invite that person into Uh being able to 
um, for people like me or even Christiana, we have the ability to, I mean, you're kind of like that too, just kind of, you say it, you convey it, you, Mm -hmm. and people might have the tendency of feeling like they're overrun. And that's not my intention at all. But, but with that personality comes a responsibility of giving somebody the freedom to be able to come to you, whether it's written word, whether it's spoken word, whether it's a text and whatever platform Mm -hmm. that gives them the ability to feel that they can say, Hey, that actually was kind of painful because what I've noticed the tendency for people to do is to say, no, I'm okay. And I go, no, you're not. And I want to hear what it is I've done because if you don't tell me, I'll never learn. I'll never grow Mm -hmm. and our relationship will never grow. Mm -hmm. And ultimately every form of pressure that we experience, every faction, every conflict is so that we might be pruned. That's it. Right. So even when the conversation is politics and we're going at it with one another, whoa, what is it that you're saying to me? You're saying I need to speak less, listen more. I need to be more gracious with my words. I mm-hmm. perhaps need to be more patient. Whatever the Lord is speaking to you as an individual, right. um, but he can use every opportunity to cause us to grow. And we need to look at it as that mm-hmm. opportunity. That's right. So you are managing your heart in the midst of fear and raging conflict by being rooted and grounded in the narrative of the kingdom Kingdom. and the king. Yeah. And by when you're dealing with relationships, you are keeping the relationship more important than the opinions and the issues. You're circling back. You're cultivating a vulnerability. I love that. In a way. That humility. Yeah. So humility is Shirley Mm -hmm. Brownhill again, right? Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about this at every podcast. (laughs) Vulnerability. is Having humility, that's the consistency, the constancy that we need to have. So you're... And prayer. And prayer. Yeah but you're exercising and you're working those muscles. Yeah. And that's how you're staying grounded in the midst of panic exactly. and craziness and chaos. Exactly. And I love what you said. I feel like this is worth repeating that we get in the word, we study the word, we look at who Jesus is and what what has happened over millennia. Yeah. But we don't leave it there. We oh, engage with yes. Jesus and the word. So he shapes our heart and our mind and our worldview and it's not dry text. It's a relationship. And I think as women, we are so relationally orientated. We're so emotionally engaged in everything we do. Yeah. And we need to live that way uh, as we relate to the Lord yeah. and not to have these kind of, I don't know, dry Bible studies. I know none of us have that intention. Yeah, I know. Yeah. To um, deliberately engage with the Lord and the word and bring it all together and I just think that's in terms of managing our heart, in terms of orientating ourselves, that is really vital. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know too. So you have a platform, and people are watching. So how do you walk out your passion without defaming or damaging the name of Jesus or His reputation? Yeah, I I say sorry a whole lot. Oh, like I really I do. I mean the. And probably not as much as I need to. I've taken time, you know, over times I've put stuff on my Facebook. If I've ever offended you in any way, the other day, actually, I wrote a blog about people that had hurt me. And then as I'm writing, I went, and I've done the same thing. There's no room to point the finger. Ah, I suck. So, so I, and I, you know, we all do. We all do. I, and I, I think... I think, yeah, sorry is all I know to say is Mm -hmm. I'm going to mess things up. I'm going to get in the way. Hopefully I do it less. Hopefully I am decreasing and hopefully he is increasing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I just feel yeah. like that humility, like having that position of I know that I'm not always right and I know that I might have stepped on your toes actually gives you more authority. I feel like I will listen to you I more agree. when you have that disposition than for someone to say, this is truth, swallow what I'm saying rather than saying, I'm on a journey with these things and I'm sharing with you my heart. If I've offended you, I just, I feel like as leaders, we all need to maintain that position yeah. because it is, there is fear of the Lord related to oh. leadership. We are yeah. representing him. Exactly. We and who teach are judged more strictly. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. And and Jesus, who was perfect. Didn't made, even do that. Maintained that. <laughs> right. I have truth. Take it if you want it. Yeah. Not right. you must. But he was so <laughs> humble. Yeah. And we just need to imitate that. Yes. In every way. I love that, Naomi. That's awesome. Thank and I you. love that idea of circling back with people because as you say, you might say, are you okay? You know, did I offend you? And they'll be like, no, no, no. no, no but no. sometimes it takes a couple of days for them to realize actually I was hurt by that or whatever. And to give them permission to share their heart or to re-engage in that relationship, I think is very valuable. Yeah. And sometimes they, I mean, they know they're hurt and so they don't want to go there. They're it's, we're guarding ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think to, um, maintain that, to continue that relationship that the circling back of going, you know, I can see you're not okay, Yeah. but you, you have value to me yeah. and we can be okay. Again. We can be okay. We again. can be okay. Yeah. You know, it's, so, and that definitely so is, precious. it has to transcend emotions. Uh -huh. You know, it's there, there are things that I'm thinking about right now that are specific to my life where there's been a, I mean, it's marriage. It's so I, yes, I love you, but right now I'm feeling X, Y, Z component, but that does not give me the right to not, um, love my husband in the way that Christ has loved me mm, and yeah. in the way that Christ loves him. And that is what, that's what the entirety of Ephesians, you know, addresses. It's about being willing to lay down your life for another individual, that individual in doing the same, creating the unity, which ultimately points again to Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's for him and it's by him. It's through him. It's all about him. Yeah. He has the preeminence. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is the alpha. He is the omega. Like that's mm -hmm. it. It's just him, Christ and his kingdom. And, um, and through that, the benefit is that we have been chosen to be his bride, that, you know, for, for God so loved the world. This is why he did it so that we mm -hmm. might be caught up into that story and into that narrative. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's a wrap. <laughs> I have just one more question. So I'm not an American. I do not have permission to vote. I but don't have permission. To vote. <laughs> I, I just became an American. This is my first election. Really? <laughs> so for, for those of us that are listening to this, that are saying, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't even know how to pray about these issues it's just so intimidating and nothing feels righteous do you have any wisdom there is no one who is right there's no, <laughs> no not one all have fallen That's short right. of the glory of god do you um, have any wisdom as to how to how to pray that through or how to hear from the lord about what to do in a situation that doesn't seem like there's anything right to do um you know what i think it might have been Stuart that said something yesterday at church my brother he Mm -hmm. did a phenomenal message i hope you guys get the. i don't know if it's 
applicable to post, but I think it's something yeah. that's worthy of posting so. when the teaching comes out. That's really good. But him and I, we've talked about it over times and ultimately our choices are both unrighteous. Yeah. So, um, I, he, he mentioned something along the lines of, so long as it's not that your heart or your hope is hinging on one of these two candidates, right. vote to the best of your conscience. Right. And if you feel like your conscience dictates that you not vote, then that's what your conscience is dictating. If your conscience is saying vote for one or the other, this isn't, um, I think it's about God is a father who loves us deeply. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, guys, he actually is the one who takes kings and raises them up. That's and right. he's the one who tears them down. Mm-hmm. So with all of our jockeying and trying to figure out who to do this and who not to and who to... And that pressure of like, oh, it's up yeah, to me. I think ultimately, in, and this is where I don't understand, this is beyond, you know, above my pay grade. Do not concern yourself with matters too great for you, says the psalmist. Is I don't know where he comes in and there's four of us in this room and somehow we go in with one thought, but we go, eh, and we push, you know, you push that other button. Is that where the Lord takes place? I mean, mm-hmm. none of the stories throughout the Old Testament or New Testament were about elections. They were just there. Right. You know what I'm saying? They were yeah. born into it. So not only they were born, like God specifically created a human being and birthed them in a certain family to be placed in that position. Surely to goodness, he can manage the Mm -hmm. polls. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and how many examples are there of God using an unrighteous man to achieve his or woman? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So the Lord chose that person to do what he wanted to do, even though, well, he's going to have to, because he's got two people unless they both, you know, collapse or something. I mean, (laughs) it's one or the other. It's going to be, Uh Revival, might, power, the kingdom of God is not and has not and will never be contingent on who is in the White House, Mm -hmm. ever. That does not mean that we disengage from our society, but I do think that there is a responsibility that is being thrust on the church to begin to take her role as how we partake in our communities. I think ultimately that's one of the, our governments can't really fix the poverty issue. Yeah. It's not working. They can't fix the addiction issue. They cannot fix the homosexuality issue. Those are issues that are being, that we're being confronted with. And what it's showing is alert, alert. You've been inactive. Mm -hmm. You have been inactive. You've not walked worthy of the calling. And, um, so I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's that simple. You go if, so long as you're not going, this is our deliverer. (laughs) Cause uh, if that's where you're at, then this, we bless you. I don't, neither Mm -hmm. one of them can do, you know what I mean? If one could do better, maybe on the inside, one maybe on the outside of the U S but either way, it's going to collapse, whether it's from within or from without. Mm -hmm. And when we're praying that Luke 11 prayer, thy kingdom come, there is no room for a secondary kingdom. It's his yeah, kingdom alone. Right. And that's not to sound flippant that the Lord doesn't love the United States of America, that he doesn't love the nations of the earth, that he's not for its inhabitants, that he's not wanting them to, to but ultimately he is about drawing people to his side mm-hmm. and he will do whatever it takes as a good father to cause his children and those who do not yet know him to come to the knowledge of his son. Yeah. So... So do you feel like you know what you're going to do now? Since you don't have to vote. Yes. (laughs) 
do the best you can. He's yeah. a dad. He's not mm-hmm. a dictator. Do the best you can is all I can and say. And I, I think as, as we're in the word and we're connecting with the Lord, we just need to follow the leading of, of our hearts and, and our conscience, as you say. It's good. Yeah. I think it's interesting to think of, you know, like I said, there's four of us in this room and he might be speaking something individually to me, but because he's speaking it to me does not mean that I have the right or the need to then make it a, you know, Facebook status. The Lord has told me, I need, you know, we need, we need to vote for, and no, maybe he's just using you to create this really fun scenario come November 8th of this tension of, you know, these two candidates are, the polls are tied and it's really, I mean, I don't know, just the tension of, of <laughs> at the end of the day, the one vote that gets cast that sets that's over right. whichever one it is. Right. And it's the Lord's leading. Right. It's the Lord's leading. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and even if people are not obedient to him, in the middle of it all, he is after us being willing to surrender our hearts and trust him. Yeah. And um, this is a perfect opportunity to trust. So do the best you can. Do what you think is right. Just don't make it into a theology for crying out loud. You yeah. know what I mean? Neither one of these have an ounce of righteousness in them. Um, and mm-hmm. other than Christ being the one who can minister to them. And you know what? They're both in need of salvation. Yeah. They're both. Timothy mandates that I pray for both of these people. Yeah. You know, they're not just there for our entertainment and our critique. Like, yuck. They're actually in need of our intercession. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will not hear our intercession if we are engaged in grumbling. He just won't. Yeah, that's good. There you have it. There you go. That's my story. (laughs) I'm not sticking to it wholesale because I I want to make sure it's Jesus. But that's my story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the gospel. I'll go back and check. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you so much. I love being here. We it's love fun. having you. We do. And this, I think we've got a lot of good meat here to chew on. So much. Like I'm steak. feeling just really inspired to get into the Word, like just Isn't to engage yeah. in the Word of God and to um, engage with Jesus as well. Amen. Like, yeah, in the midst to to find that rooted groundedness in in that place. He's yeah. a good king. He's got phenomenal strategies, mm-hmm. and he's not and he in the least bit concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good perspectives. Amen. Sorry. Awesome. Well, I think that's all we have time for today. Was there anything you wanted to add, Christiana? I shouldn't because I start asking questions and then, just <laughs> and then I start answering. Start answering. <laughs> so it was awesome and I can't wait to listen to this over and over again. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bless go buy you. the books. Go buy the go books. Please go. Please do. Buy Thinkables. And then tell me, comment, tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And some people think they're too serious, but what life is, is hard. Website? Say that again. Oh, thethinkables.com. Okay. Yeah. Thank they're you. real life stories. I mean, I had somebody tell me. You know, that's a little too much for my kids. I'm like, maybe your kids, but the kids I know. Mm. <laughs> this is real stuff. Yeah. So, And coming up next week, we have Carrie Myers. And she's going to be talking specifically about uh, rhythms and rest and how we can be grounded in the Lord and we can find grace from the Lord because we've actually scheduled that into our lives and we're drinking from the living water rather than 
the stuff that's around us. I wish us. you guys could see Christina's hand right now. Right. It's <laughs> swirling. swirling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you are not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be awesome. Great. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.